tuning in to the Remodel Church podcast. We hope this inspires you, builds your faith, and hope it gives you perspective to see that God is moving in your life. Enjoy the message. Hey, TRC family. I am so glad that you're joining us for service today. Uh, today we continue in a series that we're, call, that we're calling Nothing New, and it's driven out of Ecclesiastes chapter 1, verse 9, that says, History merely repeats itself. It has all been done before. Nothing under the sun is truly new. I heard one guy say before that the only thing that never changes is that everything changes. And that's just a reality that we live in is, is things seem different to us and maybe sometimes something is new to us. Maybe we've never seen it. But again, history just repeats itself. Nothing new. There's actually nothing new underneath the heavens. And uh, today, I want to reiterate a little bit of what we talked about last week. And that is, I want to let you guys know that TRC, we are still the same. Listen, I know that we haven't been able to gather for several weeks. And I know... um, that we still haven't set a definite date when we're going to be gathering in person. But I want you to know that us as a church, we are still the same. In other words, we still have the same values. We still exist for the exact same purpose. And we still have our very same core beliefs. And even though we haven't, it's been different for us and everything seems to be a new normal But we're still doing the exact same things that we always have done. So from the very beginning here at TRC, we've had this mission. And our mission is simply to love God, love people, and change the world. Go with me to Matthew chapter 22, verses 34 through 40. But when the Pharisees heard that he had silenced the Sadducees with his reply, they met together to question him again. One of them, an expert in religious law, tried to trap him with this question. Teacher, which is the most important commandment in the law of Moses? Jesus replied, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment, and a second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. The entire law and the demands of the prophets are based on these two commandments. So out of this passage, uh, we get our mission here as a church. Love the Lord your God above everything. Love God. And then secondly, love people. And we believe that this is a formula, if you will. We believe that when we learn to love God above everything... And then we learn to love our neighbor. We learn to love people. We believe that this changes the world. And so I just want to break this down just a little bit for you. Maybe, maybe some of you are, are brand new to TRC. You just now are, you're, you're just now joining us. I want you to know what we are all about. And for those of you that are long timers, that you've been here for several months or for a few years with us now, I want to reiterate and I want to remind you of why we exist and why it is that we're doing what we're doing today on Serve Sunday. So love God, first of all. 
love God. And it's simply because we love God because he loved us first. Romans chapter 5, verse 8. If you don't have this scripture highlighted, uh, underlined, circled in your Bible, you need to. It says this, but God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. We don't love God because, uh, simply because we choose to. We love God because he chose to love us first. God does not respond to our love to him. We actually respond to his love. He is the one who has pursued us from the day that we were born. He has been pursuing us. He's been chasing us. He's been placing things in our lives, calling our attention back to him. So we love God simply because he loved us first. And I want you to know that everything we do as a church, especially the way that we gather or the way that we design our, ser our services, they are designed around this concept of loving God. We want to create an environment with our worship and with the messages that we, that we bring to you and the way that we pray. We want to create an environment where you can experience the living, the loving, the merciful, compassionate God. And so that's why we worship the way that we do. That's why, I don't know if you guys remember this, but uh, uh, the very first service of 2020 in January, I told you guys I had one goal for this year. And that was to lead you to be more passionately in love with God. Now, I worded it differently back then, but this is what my one goal for 2020 is, is to lead you to love God more passionately. And that's why we worship the way that we worship. And that's why we talk about what we talk about, because we believe that when we can set an environment for you can experience God and His love, I believe that you begin to respond to that. And so it drives absolutely everything that we do as a church, especially our co corporate setting and our, our corporate worship services. The way we put these videos together, it's so that you can respond to the love God already has for you. And again, I want to I encourage you, and I want you to know that God loved you first. And if you're listening, you're, you're, if you're far from God, if you've been away from God, I want you to know that He is not angry at you. I want you to know that He, is, he does not hate you, and God is not out to get you, and He is not out to make your life difficult. It's not to say that everything's perfect, but... He is a loving God, and He is pursuing you. I want you to know that. Secondly, we love people. Jesus replied, the second commandment is just like the first, and that is love your neighbor. Love people. 1 John chapter 4, verse 7 and 8 says, Dear friends, let us continue to love one another, for love comes from God. Anyone who loves is a child of God and knows God, but anyone who does not love does not know God, for God is love. We love people simply because God loves 
people. And let me tell you, God loves me not because I deserve it and definitely not because I ever did anything to earn it. He just simply loves me. And it's the same love that he has for me, he has for you and for everyone else. And that's the same love that we want to have. We value what God values and God values people. And for those of you that are out serving today on Serve Sunday and you're wearing a t-shirt just like this, on the back of your shirt it says, we care because Jesus cares. And that's it, man. That's why we choose to love people. Because every single person, every single human being, no matter what their past looks like, no matter what decisions, no matter what their life looks like right now, is loved by God. You will never, ever look into the eyes of a person who is not loved by God. And if God loves them, then he's calling us to love them as well. So that's why that's the second part of our mission is to, is to love people. 1 John chapter 3, verse 17 says, If someone has enough money to live well and sees a brother or sister in need but shows no compassion, how can God's love be in that person? The way that we love people, show our love to people, is simply by giving and showing compassion. Now, this doesn't always mean, even though the scripture mentions money, it doesn't always mean that we give out money. Sometimes it means that we go out and we do a serve Sunday. And we give three or four hours of our day to serving people and loving people. It also means that we forgive people when it would be so much easier to just hold a grudge. It means we give people second chances. It means that we don't sit back and judge and criticize. It means we try to walk a mile in their shoes. So we love God. We love people. And we believe that when we love God and when we love people, again, it's a formula, if you will. And this begins to change the world. We believe it becomes just, it becomes natural to us to become world changers. When we learn to love God and when we learn to love people. And now changing the world, I know that's a big phrase. And maybe for some it sounds or seems maybe a bit overwhelming. But I want you to know that the world is not changed in bulk. In other words, it's not changed by thousands or by millions at a time. The world is changed one single individual at a time. That is how we change the world. So even though we may be in a small rural area of, of the United States, it does not mean, listen to me church, and I want you to believe this, it does not mean that we cannot change the world. Because we can change someone's world. And that's what many of you are doing today as you're out serving, is you're changing someone's world. For a day, for a week, maybe for a month, maybe even for a lifetime. You're changing someone's world. And that's what we strive to do. That is a part of our mission. There was this old man that, as he's walking down the beach, 
He begins to look up, and then there's thousands upon thousands, tens of thousands of starfish just littered all over the beach. And as, as he's walking through, he sees, he, he comes upon a child who is picking them up just as fast as he can and tossing them back into the ocean, tossing them back into the ocean and picks up another and tosses it back. And the old man comes up to the young boy and he says, young boy, there's, there's no way, there's no way you could ever save them all. Just save your energy. Just, just, just go about your day. Just keep on praying. There's no way you'll save them all. The young boy never even stops. He's just tossing them back in the ocean. And he looks at the young man as he picks one up. He says, but I can help this one. And he picks another one up. And I can help this one. And I can help this one. And I can help this one. Listen to me, church. We're not paralyzed because we can't help everyone. That, we will not allow that to keep us from doing something. Because what we will do is we will do for someone what we wish we could do for everyone. Man, I hope you heard that. I think there's too many good ideas that go uh, undone or unsaid because they don't know how it could possibly scale to help everyone. I think there's too many good deeds that go undone because they're afraid that, it, that because they can't do it for everyone, they'd rather not do it for that one. Remember, we were taught this as a kid. Hey, if you don't have enough for everyone, then don't bring it out at all. And I don't agree with that. I say, hey, let, even if I can't help everybody, I'm going to help who I can. I'm going to do for one what I wish I could do for everyone. We're not paralyzed. We're mobilized. And we're going to move forward in the name of Jesus, church. I want you to know, I want you to know that just because we haven't been meeting doesn't mean we haven't been TRC and doing TRC things. Man, I love it. Just because we haven't been in a building doesn't mean that we've stopped being church and stopped being the church and stopped ministering to people and stopped being mission-minded. We have not one bit. So let me share with you guys. Let me share with you guys some of the things that you guys have done over the last two months. And I want you to know this is all because... TRC is full of people who love God, who love people, and who want to change the world. And so many of you have continued your giving. Hey, some of you guys that didn't really give before, you started giving now. And I want to say thank you so much. Because of you and your generosity, listen to what we've been able to do. Over the last two months, when, when so many churches, when all of us have been have closed our doors, but so many churches have been wondering how are they going to even be able to survive this. Listen to what you've done. You have fed over 300 families in Peru. You helped buy groceries, a week's worth of groceries for over two dozen families in Oaxaca, Mexico. You've kept a feeding center in Chiapas, Mexico going Every single Saturday, feeding 40 to 50 children and some of their parents, you've paid for over 200 meals for the senior citizens in our community. You've uh, bought groceries for about a dozen families in our communities. And today, six teams are mobilized serving in our communities, serving people. 
And now listen to me. This is what you've done in the last two weeks. While again, so many churches have been in a financial bind in the last two months, excuse me, in the last two months, you've given $3,400 to missions. That's what you've done in the last two months because of your generosity, because you love God, because you love people, and because you want to change the world. And let me tell you, TRC, you're doing it. And you don't know, TRC, you really, you really don't know how proud that makes me to be your pastor, to be your leader. I am so proud and I am so honored to be able to serve you and to be able to serve God alongside of you. But can I tell you something, church? This is nothing new. And that's what I love so much about this is that it's not new. While I hope that everybody is praising God and, and worshiping God and being thankful to God for what He's allowed us to do throughout these days and throughout these uh, in, in uncertain times, my bet is that a lot of you aren't even surprised. You're not even surprised that this is what TRC is doing. And I love that. I love that the fact that TRC is still mobilized and still serving people, still serving our community, and still serving around the world, I love that that comes to no surprise to so many of you. It's nothing new. This is who we are, church. This is who you are. You love God. You love people. And you change the world. Thank you for that, church. Thank you for being that kind of a Christian. Thank you for being a good example to follow for other Christians. Thank you for being generous. Thank you for your passionate love towards God. Let me pray with you. Jesus, we love you and we thank you so much. God, I thank you from the depths of my heart that this is nothing new for TRC, a church that loves God, that loves people, and that wants to change the world. I thank you, God, that this does not come as a huge surprise for so many. And I thank you, God, for all of those that are on board, that are all in, that are sold out for this vision and for this purpose. And I pray, God, for those that are testing the waters, for those that are dipping in their toe and just checking it all out. Would you speak to their hearts today? Would you speak into their spirits? Help them to fall in love with this vision of loving you, loving people, changing the world. As we continue to lock arms and as we lock arms with even more people, we know and we believe in the name of Jesus. We know and we believe that we will continue to change the world. We love you, God. We worship you. And we thank you. Again, church, I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of who you are. Your passion to love God, to love people, and to change the world. To change... Uh, topics for just briefly I'll be honest with you I don't know what next Sunday is going to look like right now 
We've got some ideas that we're bouncing around. So what I'm going to ask you is um, to just take, uh, keep up with us on our social media. If you haven't downloaded our app, download the app. And we'll send out an announcement sometime midweek. Uh, that way you know what to expect next week. I'll tell you what I hope. I hope I get to see you all. But I don't know that we'll get to. So anyways, follow us on social media. We'll put out an announcement. If I get to see you next week, awesome. Praise God. If I don't get to see you next week, it's nothing new. We'll continue to love God and we'll continue to love people. And you bet we'll continue to change the world. Love you guys. We hope you enjoyed the podcast today. If this has impacted you and you would like to help us to continue to reach others, please text GIVE to the number in the description. For more information about us and our ministry, go to theremodeledchurch.com.